I'm Joy Foster, founder of Tech Fixies, and you are listening to the Sparkle and Thrive podcast. And this is Beth Kirk. She has been with Tech Fixies as a coach for several years now. I feel like we're going into our fourth year working together. Um, and the students love you. I love you. You have um, really niched into LinkedIn and become our LinkedIn expert. Uh, when uh, So tell us what's going on in 2022. We When we spoke in 2021, we talked about um, getting your messaging right, you know, your direct messaging right. And I think that was a great tip. Uh, we talked about setting up your profile properly. Uh, we we dabbled a little bit in a conversation around premium. Um, but one of the things we both complained about was we made our live applications wow. <laughs> in 2020, probably 2020. They were not approved in 2021. And then finally, Mine got approved. And I remember emailing you like, Beth, it got approved. It got approved. And I've now gone live on, and we're on live right now on LinkedIn. And we've Ooh, been live on LinkedIn. Are we going out on LinkedIn as well? Oh, that's very Yeah, cool. yeah we're live on LinkedIn. We're live on <laughs> YouTube and we're live on Facebook right now. We're everywhere. <laughs> so I'm so excited that I got it. Now, do you have live on LinkedIn now? I do, Joy. And, um, and I only got it um, in October of last year so I'd applied for it five times um I left a bit of time between each application and I finally got it in October but I think I got it joy because I went into creator mode which is one of the exciting things I want to talk to you about um but there has been so much happening on LinkedIn um in 2021 I feel like I have, I feel like I have loads to kind of talk about um but yeah, I did. I got LinkedIn Live. I had I'd been a guest on other lives, um, and I've now got it myself. So I was planning to start actually a LinkedIn Live series, but it's been slightly put back because we've had COVID in our household. So um, I, have, I have a plan, um, which I'm really excited about actually. Um, but I have been live with another tech pixie, Kirsty from Open Doors Consultancy, um, and we had a great time. We had a great time, and. Um, so yeah, so I'm excited about live. I'm also excited about audio, which is, um, that's literally landed in the last couple of weeks. Um, so we, I wanna talk to you about that as well, so. All right, well, hit me up. So tell me what the 2022 trends are uh, so that we're up to speed. Mm, okay, so first of all, let's start with audio because that's that's really new. And that, I think that's actually really exciting. Um, now I'll put my hands up. Um, I wasn't a Clubhouse user. Um, I know a lot of people on LinkedIn were. Um, it was definitely a place where I saw a lot of um, the people, um, what I would call the influencers on LinkedIn, they were going on to Clubhouse. But then there were also lots of people that didn't as well, because at the end of the day, it was another platform, you know, another place to kind of put, you know, to spread yourself onto. Um, so I didn't go there. But obviously, audio has been a big trend um, across social media. Um, so Twitter spaces, I know Facebook has done something with audio, but, you know, to, for it to come out on LinkedIn, I kind of feel like that really works. I think that will sit really quite naturally with the platform because that would make sense. I think probably because a lot of people in business who are in offices do have LinkedIn open during the day. Mm. And actually, if there is audio, it's almost like, I mean, I think that's what Clubhouse became was the ability to have your own radio show anytime yeah. you wanted it. And I think yeah. so, so is that what you think will be happening with LinkedIn? What kind of audio is happening already? Yeah, because because events, so events um, became much more common in 2021. Um, you know, oh yeah, I started getting invitations to events. Yeah, so events landed late 
2020. So events landed in 2020, but in 2021, you know, I feel like events, you know, really started happening on LinkedIn. So events, you know, I get regularly invited to networking events, if, whether they're in person or online on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I've joined events on LinkedIn. So walk us, walk us through events because actually um, it is interesting because some of them, if I, have I got it wrong, some of them are paid events and some of them aren't. Uh, is they can right? be. They can be. So you can drive awareness of a paid event. Um, if you have a paid event, you can drive awareness of it through um, through LinkedIn. So I worked with a client who was actually running um, a launch. So she was running a launch, and part of her launch was it was uh, webinars. So you know, it's a common way for course creators to get people into their programs, as as you know, Joy. And she ran a launch, and we put it out. We put the put it put the master uh, the webinar out as an event on LinkedIn. Um, and in, you know, we still, we didn't invite all of her network. She actually has a really big network. Um, we didn't we didn't do the kind of tick all box, which you can do. So if you know, if I wanted to hold a webinar about LinkedIn, I could literally create the event, put all the information in the blurb in. Um, and then I could tick the box that would invite all of my network, or you can selectively invite people. Um, and, you know, it was for her that actually worked really, really well. You know, we, we were looking for certain people that we felt that the webinar would appeal to. So for that particular client. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, I think they work brilliantly for networking. I think they can work, you know, if you want to run a masterclass, um, you know, I think is actually, it run in LinkedIn or is it run externally? The event you put a link in, so you have the option to okay. put your link. You, so you put your link in. So with live, your you need to put in Streamyard. Um, so you need to actually put in a third party link. Um, but with events, we've put in Zoom links. So you know, there's plenty of different options there. Um, now, I think the other nice thing about events is that. You know, you can go and you can see who else is attending the events. You can interact within the event, uh, the, the creation of the event itself, which is quite similar to a Facebook event page. You know, you can see who's going. Um, you can maybe spark conversations. You know, for me, that would be a great conversation prompter. If you go and have a look at an event that you've said that you're going to attend on LinkedIn, so you've been invited to it and, you, you know, you say you're going to attend, you could go to the people who are attending that event and you could start to have some conversations beforehand you know so again you use the direct messages you know and you're, in a, you're interested in the same thing so it would make sense because yeah networking yeah in that yeah, way. yeah. So, so how does audio and events what's the connection there so basically the way that you can find audio events and this has literally come out in the last couple of weeks and i attended my first one yesterday so I literally just went to, I typed in audio into the search bar of LinkedIn. Then I went, then I clicked on the events tab and it showed me a whole bunch of audio events. Um, and there was a brilliant one on yesterday. It was about building your personal brand on LinkedIn. Um, so I, you know, I, so again, I clicked that I was going to join it and attend it. I got a reminder that, you know, the event was about to start and then when I was in the event, it was really exciting. You know, it was, you know, it's quite similar to Clubhouse. There's a panel um, and you can, you raise your hand or you can like, um, you know, you can send, you know, kind of the emoji reactions, um, you know, and you can get invited up onto, onto that panel. Um, 
and actually for me I liked that audio experience but I'm I'm quite a big podcast fan so I think if you're if you're a fan of podcasting I think you might like audio um and you know and I do see it taking off because I just think because Clubhouse and LinkedIn were quite well aligned, I felt that there were a lot of people who are LinkedIn users going and sharing their thought leadership over on over, and talking a lot about LinkedIn on Clubhouse. Yeah. So I I think this works. I do think it, it works, and I think I would encourage people to go and have a um, a play. Um, I'm actually going to Clubhouse introduced. Um like the playback, uh, which they didn't have initially, everything was live. There was no recording. There was no playback. Now you can play back something you've missed. Yeah. What's the, what's the story with audio on LinkedIn? I don't think that functionality is there. You can go back to an event. So if you've said you're going to attend event, you can go back and see the re and see that. Um, so for um, I've done that with LinkedIn live events, but I don't know yet if you can do that on audio. I just think the audio is, you know, I think, you know, I, again, I think it's about it's another way to spark up conversations with people. It's another way to, you know, to connect. You know, I've, I've had two connection requests this morning from people who were also at that that audio event. Um, you know, and you can directly click into people's profiles. That's very um, clubhouse. Yeah, while, yeah, while I, on, yeah, yeah. I find it fascinating how, like, the the, the competition. You know, when people create something, then then you know they can because the engineers are so clever, they can basically replicate it, and it's just a lot of you know yeah. coming up with an idea and then rolling that idea out. And yeah. I'm sure there's lots of you know legal lawsuits in the background as to whose <laughs> IP is what. And, you know, I hope but that it's, yeah, I just hope that it stays. I mean, I was listening to one LinkedIn expert um, the other day and he was predicting, you know, he was going through the predictions for, um, for you know, for LinkedIn for this year. And he, you know, he was talking really positively about audio. But then at the same time, he said, maybe it won't be around at the end of the year because LinkedIn does that. It will sometimes launch features and then and then do away with them quite quickly. Well, I'll tell you one feature that I totally stopped using because it came really spammy a couple of years ago. I mean, I haven't used it in years. Is the LinkedIn Groups feature? What's happening with that? Is it, yeah, is it I, dead or is it still happening? Yeah, I do think LinkedIn Groups are worthwhile if you find the right group. So I'm in a group and it's brilliant. Um, I get a lot out of it. Um, it's you know it's. I, you know, I, I will pop in there um, at least once every week and I would post in there as well. I think you've just got to pick your groups carefully, smaller groups, um, groups that are active with, um, you know, with with good value content. Not, you know, there's I mean, there's countless groups that are thousands and thousands and thousands of members, um, you know, like in them and there's nothing happening in them or there's just spammy content being churned out. So I think, you know, it's worth looking at groups that may well be having nice, valuable conversations around, you know, what you what you need, you know, you know, the topic that you're interested in or your particular niche or your particular area. I definitely think it's worth exploring. Um, a few years back, I remember when I, you know, I first started out on my kind of digital journey um, I was trying to find groups for for a client I was working with, and I couldn't, we couldn't find anything. It was just they were all really big, really massive, not really having any form of quality conversation. Um, but I think if you if you do find the right group, 
um, you know, or if you don't have the right group, maybe you start the right group, you know, yeah. like that's, you know, if there's a group that you think that could add value to your audience and you want to be a part of that conversation and you, you know, you have the thought leadership or you have the content behind you, you know, why not start a group, you know, invite some selected people into it and see what happens. You know, it's all about trying these things and experimenting. Well, let's talk about LinkedIn learning and LinkedIn certificates. In fact, um, Lisa, who is our uh, head of design at TechPixie, she says she got a LinkedIn certificate in Photoshop this year. I've noticed that there is a lot of learning popping up on, on LinkedIn. Is that all connected into events or is that something totally separate? Um, well, I think that's totally separate. I, you know, LinkedIn learning, you have to um, you have to be on premium um to be able to access it and actually you know but but i would encourage listeners now if they want to try out linkedin learning you know you can take out a free month of linkedin premium and you know and if you're going to do that then i would recommend that you do it with a plan and you can then go into linkedin learning and could really upskill yourself because there's some brilliant quality courses in there and you know, regular users of the platform will also sometimes see that linkedin unlocks courses for a limited period of time. So last week, last year on International Women's Day, you know, they unlocked five courses for women. Um, you know, so if you spot that, you know, and it will be shared by various different people on the platform where you, you might see um, an ad for it. Um, that will be shared and you'll see it. And, you know, it's, you know, jump on that because it's, you know, they're unlocking them for free and they will then lock them back up again. Because I know there was one that I once earmarked because I, you know, I was like, I really want to do that course and it's free. And then when I went back, I couldn't because it had only been unlocked for like maybe five days or a week. Um, so it is worth looking out for, for those opportunities. Um, but, you know, if you really want to tap into LinkedIn learning and make a plan for it, then maybe try out the premium subscription um, free for 30 days and give it a go. And what are some of the other benefits of premium? I mean, it's becoming something that's um, more used probably than it was before. It's a more attractive offer now. What, what, I mean, is premium worth it? Or well, I don't need premium joy. I don't because, and part of the reason for that is because I think there are um, so many great opportunities and so much organic growth opportunity with LinkedIn on without being paid. And, you know, and, I, and I'm really upfront and honest about that because I think there are, you know, when you see, you know, the amount of new tools that have come out. Um, so we talked about um, LinkedIn uh, newsletters on the last podcast. Yes. Um, and, you know, that was a very, very small rollout, you know, and I, I remember posting and saying, you know, I don't have it. Does anybody have it? And very few people had it had it I think nobody had it in my direct network I knew some of the bigger LinkedIn influencers had them and I do remember someone saying to me you know I don't think this is going to go much wider um, at all it's going to be very few people that have it now now a lot of people now have the, the LinkedIn newsletter function so it's free um, you know and you can you know for me it's another great way to utilize or repurpose your email content. So if you're building an email list or you have an email list, you know, you can repurpose that content from, you know, from your email marketing over onto LinkedIn newsletter. So I, I've now received lots and lots of invitations to subscribe to other people's newsletters. And obviously I'm being quite, you know, selective in who I'm going to subscribe to because 
I don't want to be bombarded. Where you know, do you get the newsletter? Does it come into your LinkedIn inbox or does it go yeah. into your regular inbox? Yeah, so it comes it comes in to your um, to your notifications um, on LinkedIn and you can see it there. And it's, you know, I, I mean, the, you know, some of them are brilliant. You know, they're really, really informative. Um, you know, and it's just, again, it's just a great way to repurpose that content. Um, and that's been rolled out. So that's great. You know, if you want to find out if you've got LinkedIn newsletters, go to write an article. So you go to your home feed where you'd create a post, go to write an article. If you open up that that's that section that says write an article, if you have the option to write a newsletter or create a newsletter, it will be in there. So actually I didn't have it. And then it and then I was on a one of the, I think it was the last round of TechPix's coaching that I did. Um, and I was demonstrating something on LinkedIn and it popped up and um and I went in to write an article and there it was. Um, so I was kind of like talking away and I was like, oh, I have LinkedIn newsletters. So you know, so it, it is, that's, and that's one of the reasons we do the live coaching. Actually, I mean, we have self study, we have a self study membership where there's very limited coaching, one call a month, and we have our VIP group coaching where we have coaching calls every week, twice a week, one with life coaching and one with social media coaching, and that is one of the great benefits of that coaching is we do a little section in that coaching, like what's new this week in this field, uh, in this you know on this network because. Uh, you know, yeah, I sat in on the, the Facebook one or I, I listened to the Facebook replay and, you know, stuff is changing all the time and things are rolling out all the time. And actually, you know, we create a curriculum. We update that curriculum a couple times a year. But in between the updates, there's there's updates on the updates. So it's important. Well, it's to you know, Yeah. And, and, yeah and and but there's yeah. fundamentals, right? I mean, always. We talked about this last year, you know, good profile picture, solid mm -hmm. background, smile on your face. You know, great content that, that introduces you, having your experiences up to date, getting your recommendations, making sure you're adding a note when you're messaging someone, making sure you're not spammy in those messaging messages. Those are fundamentals we should just, everyone needs yeah. to do 100%. If there were two or three things in addition to the fundamentals that people should be doing in 2022, what are they? Yeah, now I, so just to go back there, because there's some, actually there's some really cool, new like personal profile features that um you know i really think people should be taking advantage of i think you know getting your personal profile absolutely spot on is you know is one of the fundamental basics and one of the great ways to improve your presence um and maximize your personal brand on the platform without a doubt so having a really great profile um, that's fully completed you're optimizing all the features um, you know there's a couple of new features that I, I, I want to talk about which are you know which which I think are great um, for particularly for freelancers as well um, so I definitely think making sure that you know that that's there that's done um, that's a given I think you know if you're going to use LinkedIn you need to you definitely need to have that um, so Another thing I think is really, really important on LinkedIn is being strategic about your connections. So um, not necessarily accepting connection requests from everybody that comes your way. I think it's about connecting strategically. It's about, you know, thinking about who you can connect with that will, you know, whether or not they might be your target client or your target customer, or whether they might have access to, to your target clients and customers. 
I think that's really important rather than just doing blanket requests to millions of lots and lots of people. Um, I can't remember if we talked about that on the last podcast, but you know, that's well, we, did, we did talk about being strategic about who you connected with, but also how you spoke to them. Because yeah. Yeah. And I read out a couple bad examples of people who sent messages to me. I think, you know, I tend to say yes to, to almost every woman that requests um, to join or to be, you know, to, to connect. I'm a little bit more careful about men just because um, very often it's a direct sales pitch or they're, or they're, or it's a bit creepy actually. Yeah. You still, you're still seeing, still seeing a lot of people requesting in that way. You know, I've, I do now, you know, for example, yesterday was a great example. So I went onto the audio event and I got two re connection requests this morning from people that were also on the audio event, but they had sent their connection requests with a personalized note saying, really interesting to see you on the audio event. What did you think? You know, uh, you know, so that to me, that's like, you know, that's a brilliant way to connect. So that you know, and that's, you know, and that's a great way to connect with people, but also thinking about strategically growing your own network. So you don't have to accept every connection request that comes your way. You know, you don't have to do that. Um, so it's, I think it's being, you know, thinking carefully about whether or not you, you know, if you connect with these people, you're going to see their content in your feed. If it's not relevant, then actually, you know, it's not a personal rejection not to accept a connection request. You're just, you're just being strategic in how you use the platform. That's all. What I have um, noticed is that LinkedIn pushes a lot of the really great trending content, not just of people mm -hmm. you know, but like if a lot of people you know are commenting on something, then yeah. you get pulled into the loop. And I love that feature, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing that's been really interesting for me in terms of, you know, I think people forget and I, and this is. I think we all do it unconsciously. It's a subconscious, you know, bias or whatnot. I mean, I even noticed that with, um, you know, one of the, one of the big drives we, we had in 2021 was to di diversify our uh, coaching team, but also our community. And so we introduced the BAME scholarships and the LGBTQ plus scholarships and the 60 plus scholarships to kind of change things around and really make it, make it more representative of society as a whole, but also to, you know, when you have people from diverse cultures and backgrounds, it really enriches the, the community. And what I found, which was super cool on LinkedIn, was I don't think people realize um, just how often on their friend requests or their connections, they, send, they tend to connect with people that are just like them. And uh, mm -hmm. as part of that change in 2020, I mean, we were already making that change in 2020, but we intensified it in 2021. But I also made a real effort to connect uh, on a more diverse level with people from different backgrounds. And what's been great is the way that the algorithm has worked has been really um, fabulous in connecting me with really powerful people that I never would have connected with if I hadn't made the decision as an individual to diversify the connections I was making. Uh, mm -hmm. And so, you know, I kind of joke that I only meet, you know, I only accept female invitations. I don't, I accept male invitations too, but I'm just a little bit more careful about who I accept from a male invitation. But I will say I actively started seeking out connecting with people from different backgrounds because mm -hmm. the content that you get is, is so different and so enriching. And it's really important to have the full 360 degrees. So I would say for anyone who has not tried to connect with people um, who might be of a different background, you're missing out. 
And it's yeah. really important to do that and to build a to, to build a community of people from from all different backgrounds, all different walks of life, um, because some of the content, uh, particularly in the last year, that's been super relevant to the BAME community, the LGBTQ plus community, um, you know, the, those that content is really important. And, you know, we really need to to be open to it. And I actually am finding LinkedIn is a great way to really um, open up the, the the community that you're connected to. And because it's a virtual community, uh, it's just that much easier to do than than even in person. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that big shift in, in 2021. Yeah, no, I think, you know, I think it is about thinking strategically about who, you know, who do you want to be networking with? Who do you want to, you know, who's going to help you grow your business, for example, if you're a small business owner? You know, maybe it's people who are in aligned industries, um, you know, you know, people that are also serving the same person that you want to serve, for example. So I think, you know, I think there's no point in getting hung up on that on the connections number with LinkedIn. That's really like that's not important. This isn't Instagram. It's not about follower numbers. And obviously, I also tell people it's not about the follower number on Instagram as well. But that's a whole different podcast. Um, but it's, you know, it's it's very much about thinking strategically about who you want to connect with. And I think the third thing I would say, just going back to your three points, is that using the platform is wonderful and, you know, connecting on there and, you know, sharing really great and really engaging and inspiring content is brilliant. But actually, I think when you're going to, you know, really take that next next step further, it's about taking it offline. It's about, you know, getting into the DMs with somebody and saying, fancy a virtual coffee, um, you know, and then you just have a chat with somebody and, you know, again, find out what you've got in common, find out how their business is going, you know, find out, you know, what kind of challenges they're, they're facing, you know, and I know, you know, and, and you can do that, but then you, know, you can take it the next step. You can actually meet in person, you know, so there's people that I interact with on LinkedIn who I then might go out to a networking event and actually see. Um, so, you know, I think it's about, you know, taking, taking, taking the bigger steps, taking, going deeper with the engagement um, and doing that. So that would be my, my third tip. Um, oh, I love it. Well, you're full of great tips. Can so, I tell you a little bit about some of the new features on the personal profile? Because I want to tell you about these because um, I think, you know, I think they're quite exciting. The first one, the first feature that I see really massively underutilized is the cover story um, video. So if you go to someone's profile um, on the mobile or um, you'll see if they've got a if they've got a cover story video, they've got a yellow, uh, a yellow ring around their profile. So I've got one. Joy, have you got one? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go do that. This is why I'm doing this podcast. This is how I stay up to date with the trend. <laughs> so you can do one with the nice tech pixies branding behind your head. Um, it will, it's such a quick and easy feature to get up onto your profile. That's why I want people to do that. Okay, I'm, that's on my to-do list yeah. today. You've got 30 seconds. You've got quite a long time. So you've got more than enough time to explain who you are, who you serve, who you help and how you help them. You know, 30 seconds is actually quite a nice chunk. Um, you know, if you can do it with some nice branding behind you, like you've got the Tech Fixes logo there, that would be, you know, that would and just my, be And my color-coordinated bookshelf. How do you like that? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you, you put them in color, Rage. I love that. 
<laughs> I saw the rage in America. I went there in October and they're like, have you seen the home edit? Oh, oh, you need to do that. I do love it, actually. I, it. I, did notice it. I did notice it while you were talking, actually. Um, so, yeah, and, and what I am also seeing people doing, which I haven't done on my own yet, um, but I will swap it over, is um, what can be like kind of what's taking what will take it to the next level is to add subtitles. So um, caption it. So there's, you know, there's various different apps that you can use for that. But if you can caption it as well, great. You're reaching those people um, that need the captions or, you know, people that actually play everything in silent mode. Um, so I really want people to do that. And to do that, you go to the mobile, you click on your profile photo, and then you've got the option, should have the option to create the cover story video. This is the yellow circle challenge. Beth yeah, Kirk is yeah, challenging yeah, you yeah, all yeah. to do the yellow circle. If people want to have a look, they can have a look at mine on my profile. Um, you know, it's just me sitting here in this chair saying what I do, who I help. Um, I haven't got captions on mine yet, hands up. Um, but I, you know, use, use a captioning app if you can do that and have that there. Um, I just think it's, again, it's really nice way to build a deeper connection with your audience, um, you know, to show them that you're just a, you know, you're, you know, you are a very personable human being, you're professional. Um, and then the other, um, the other new feature to talk about is you can now add um, a services page on your personal profile. Nice. Yes. Now, this is really interesting because I... You know, I went and did this very early on when the feature first came out. Now, it's a section that you add at the top of your profile, and it's and it's basically the services page. What you then do is you put in the services that you provide to other people. So if you're a graphic designer, you know, you put in that you do graphic design, maybe you do content creation or branding design, etc. Then you um, also have a, a section to put some about information about yourself you can also within that section ask for recommendations from um, other people so this is another place on your profile to add recommendations or request recommendations and you get up to 20 so um, I've reached out I've got a couple on on mine there from some recent clients now what happens is this your your services page then goes into the LinkedIn services marketplace Okay, and people can go there. So if you go to linkedin.com forward slash services and search for a particular profession or, you know, some like if you typed in social media marketer, you'll get a whole list of social media marketers that will, um, you know, and you will feature within that list. So if you go looking for graphic designer, you'll feature. Um, now, it's brilliant. I think it's a great way to, uh, you know, for another place for people to find you. What happens is if someone's searching for a service on that marketplace, they can come in um, and they can they can look at that service page. Now, without connecting with you, they can message you from there. OK, so even if you're not connected, they can message you. That's, you know, that's really, really good. They'll see also see if you've got mutual connections um, and they'll also see those ratings and those recommendations if you've got them there as well. So I wanted to tell for you those of you who are watching live, I'm just going to pull Beth's um, feed on because I want to uh, show that because I think it's super cool. For those of you who are watching, yeah. I'm yeah. on her profile, beautiful profile, nicely branded photos. And then she's got her yellow circle going on there. Yeah. Um, and then she's got the she, her here with the pronunciation. Is that the pronunciation yeah. of your name? If yeah. You know? So that's 10 seconds. That is. And yeah. if you can click on, will it play? I don't, I suppose we don't want it to play, do it if we're live. But if you click on the, the, the my profile picture, 
it might play and people can just see. Yeah, so that's that's my cover story video. That is so cool. And it's so beautiful too, because it's nice. And, and then you've got your providing services and then you've also got this open to work, which is really cool. Yeah, but going to the providing services, so you're going, so now you can see this is like a, a separate area. So you oh, can- Oh, it's like Elance. You can request a proposal. Yeah, so you can, um, you can, if you've got, so there's the section, the about section, you've got the services provided. And then you can see that I've got a couple of reviews in there from some some um, clients that I. And are these with. reviews showing up on your main page as well? No, no, they only show here. Um, so you have to request these reviews from this section, and but you can that see is that really I really cool. I really yeah, love you this. get up to and twenty. Get up to twenty credits in there to, to twenty opportunities to request reviews. I don't know if they'll increase that or I don't know, but. It, 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 part of me thinks, well, the reviews are very hidden in here, but then because this goes into the LinkedIn services marketplace, that's great because I suppose somebody searching for me would see them. So, show, so, and then show me again, how do I find the services section? So if you go to linkedin.com forward slash services. I would just go, okay, so I'm just yeah. going to take the end of that off and then we've got yeah. the services. So now, okay, so if you type oh, in, wow. yeah, so if you type in, Type in, um, I don't know, social media marketer. See what comes up. Oops. Oh, I guess we have to select the service that exists. There we go. Social media marketing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good for that. Oh, very cool. Okay. So then yeah. apologies if you're listening on the podcast, you might want to go watch the video. Okay. So you can see, yeah. you know, so you can get proposals. You can go and you can look at all the locations. Yeah. I mean, it's like Elance, basically. I mean, it's just, it's, but it's on LinkedIn. I love it. Yeah, so it's it, you know it's it's still relatively new. Hey, look, we got a tech pixie on there. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yeah, and I think you know, I mean, the only thing I think is you know, can if it can be filtered down to the UK, for example, I think that's you know that's where. There we go. So yeah, she's got her, yeah, she's got her services in there. Yeah. But needs some recommendations. Okay, yeah, well, this is so cool. This is really yeah. really cool. This, if you go back up to location, Joy, let's just have a look up there. So I'm just wondering, so, because That'd I did be know. Nice if you could. Oh, these are all the cities in America. And yeah, then, yeah, so I think what, and I did hear, a, I did hear a, a big LinkedIn influencer talking about this, saying actually it, it needs some refining. You need to be able to search by the location relevant to you. Yeah. Um, you know, rather than just seeing like a broad brush. But I think adopt this, adopt these features early, you know, get, Get on top of them, you know, make your, you know, get your presence out there. Make sure that you're featuring so that Louise when they says this is gold, Beth. <laughs> oh, thank you, Louise. Thank yes, you. Louise, we have amazing coaches at Tech Pixies. Uh, and I, I, I want to just thank you, Beth. You always come with a smile on your face and you have some fantastic um, tips for us. And you really do know LinkedIn in and out. And I just absolutely love that about you. And you have a constant curiosity for all the new stuff and you you know it's so so great um so thank you for today uh, did we miss out on any top tips because i don't i mean this is an act this is a tip packed uh, <laughs> episode i, I want to make sure we don't leave any behind i don't think so i think i think i think the only thing i'm using it i think that's the end of the day is linkedin is still a worthy network to be used yeah yeah and i think you know 
I think the, the final thing I would add is add the personal side of it into things as well. You know, I, I do often, I did a post about yeah, it. Yeah, I saw your post um, yeah. about you, was, you were running and you're like, should I include personal stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think you know, as, as long as it's, you know, like as long as it's professional, relatively professional, or it's linked to your, you know, it's linked to your, you know, what you do, what, linked to your personal brand. And I think I put that in my post, you know, I think, you know, I shared, you know, I celebrated my 100th part run, you know, anyone that knows me knows, I'm very much about, you know, I love my running, I love my outdoor stuff, you know, and, and I like going to park, I love going to park run, and I like going to a lot of other outdoor, you know, kind of fitness type things. So it, it is my personal brand, that is part of me. Yes, it's not directly related to work, but it makes me the person that I am. So, um, you know, that, in you know, and that's my point on the post is that, you know, keep it, keep it relevant, relevant to your personal brand, share that kind of thing. Um, and just go for it. You know, it's, you know, you've got to try different types of content. You know, there was some wonderful personal stories being shared last year um, on the This Little Girl Is Me campaign, the hashtag This Little Girl Is Me, which was um, a campaign inspired by, started by Girls International um and there were some amazing stories i think if anyone wants to go and have a look at that campaign just go and type in hashtag this little girl is me and you'll see all the different um content that was being shared underneath that hashtag and you'll see how well it performed um, oh, amazing and that was about a person that was that was the personal story of women in business or yeah i'd say women in business on the platform um, and people well, share. Don't you think the personal sides had to come out as well because we don't have the opportunity to hang out on a personal level? Like, you know, mm. when we go to marketing events and we talk to people, or we go to events and you talk to people, you get into, yes, I do park run and you talk, and then you kind of make those connections naturally. But because we don't have the ability to do that right now, yeah. I mean, I've, I've gone to one networking event in the last year and that was the Digital Women Awards. And even that was, you know, everyone was a little bit tentative and you sort of hung out with one or two people the whole night because you didn't want to, you know, kind of connect too many. <laughs> so I do think, I think we have, we are doing the more personal stuff on LinkedIn right now because there is not another way to connect. But I, I think you're right. I think it can be strategically placed and I think it can really share a little bit about you. And, you know, people buy from people, they connect with people yeah. and, you know, and, and I, Stu McLaren talks about this all the time, you know, he's got an adopted child and that is a, automatic entry point and connection with a lot of people who are either adopted or have adopted themselves or who've tried to adopt. And, you know, mm -hmm. I think, you know, and if you're a Peloton person, you're going to connect with other Peloton people. If you're yeah. a triathlete, you're going to connect with other triathlon people. You mm -hmm. know, we connect based on our interests, not just based on our businesses, but when we have other common areas, it does, it does deepen that connection, which I think is so important. But listen, we are, uh, we are so, uh, so excited about these trends. Social media is not going away. Uh, so we need to continue to learn how to use it. And women in particular need to upskill and be confident in it. And that's what we're all about uh, and making sure that women feel comfortable using it because you will advance in your career and in your business and in your life if you do know how to leverage it properly. And I love using the word leverage. No one uses that word with social media. I think we were the ones that started using that word that way. And I, I've always continued to use it because you are leveraging it. You are using mm -hmm. it to your advantage uh, and yeah. making it work for you. Um, just like you would have an employee work for you or somebody else um, helping you get out there. That's how these social media works networks work. So mm. thank you, Beth, for all of your wonderful insights and for just being you and coming onto the podcast uh, and, and, and giving us some wonderful LinkedIn insights.
Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, if anyone wants to come and connect with me, you know, you can always find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a pleasure, Joy. And, um, you know, I think LinkedIn's going to carry on doing some more exciting stuff this year. So that would be great. Um, oh, thanks, Andrea. <laughs> I love seeing the comments pop up. It's brilliant. I know. They're so great. They're so great. Well, thank you again. And we'll see you. Uh, I guess we'll see you around in, in yeah. the coaching. Uh, you're up uh, next week, I believe, in our, yeah. well, and of course, when the podcast comes out, you're probably already gone. But thanks again. And everyone have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Uh, and stay COVID free if you can. And if you can't, uh, then take care of yourself. We're thinking about you. Bye.